Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name's Ren, and my best friend Drac is a vampire. Oh, but before you freak out, let me explain. Drac isn't like other vampires. He doesn't thirst for blood. He thirsts for knowledge. Each week, we hop into the coffin of curiosity for a spectacular adventure to learn about everything and anything, from how the sun works to why we burp. We have lots of fun, so join us. I promise that the only thing Drac will drink up is information, okay? Worst case scenario, he squirts you with some sunscreen. Search for Drac on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts for the ride of your life. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This cinematic account, Story Club members, might make you stay away from watching weird films. It's one I call The Last Movie. Mike Jenkins and Peyton Perkins were invited to a screening of a movie at their local auditorium called Faces of Fear. Mike loved movies of all kinds, action, sci-fi, and especially horror, but he'd never heard of this one before, Faces of Fear? He looked it up on the usual movie spots online, but came up with nothing. What was this? It had simple artwork too, just bold red letters against a dark background. But despite that, it sounded interesting. Why did we get this invitation though, Mike? Did you ever think of that? I literally don't know anyone else who's gotten one. Mike's friend, Peyton, thought the whole thing was weird. That's because we're the only ones at our school who are really into movies, Peyton. We talk about them all the time. As they were leaving school, a man wearing a silver skull mask and dark swirling cape had been handing out the invitations. It said the showing was gonna be at four o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. Mike and Peyton had bonded over their love of movies, especially horror ones. In fact, they'd even made a few short, scary movies on their phones and uploaded them to YouTube. Each time they watched and rewatched their favorite spooky movies, they took note of how the filmmakers made the scares happen. The angle of the camera, the music, the lighting, how it was all edited together. It was kind of like learning the recipe to the tastiest cake ever. Then they would try their own version of what they saw, often with mixed results. When they arrived at the downtown auditorium, the place was pretty packed with people. They had to show their invitation at the door to get in. This was kind of strange as there was no popcorn or soda or candy available for sale for this screening. At the door, everyone was required to sign a release form before entering. Mike didn't read it because it basically said that the producers of the film weren't responsible if the film scared viewers to death or caused bodily harm. Mike thought that it was funny and gladly signed it. It was a total scam for making them think the movie was gonna be scarier and more exciting than it probably was. Peyton signed it too, but was more wary. They were then herded into a dim auditorium that had been set up as a movie theater. 
before the movie started, the same person with the silver skull mask came onto stage holding a microphone. And she started speaking. It was a woman, not a man, speaking in a refined British accent. She said that she was happy to see so many viewers had come, but that everyone invited wasn't in attendance. She added that they were the first group to see this film, and that everyone in the auditorium had been carefully chosen, whatever that meant. In concluding, she stated that the audience would never forget this cinematic experience and would likely take it to their graves. Okay, Mike thought. First they're making us sign release forms and now they're talking about our graves? Could they seriously keep piling on the anticipation of seeing this mystery movie anymore? Yeah, I think not. And so, the auditorium darkened and the movie started. The movie wasn't really about anything. It was a lot of jarring random images cut together. Some of them were upsetting, like seeing wild animals eat other animals, or people getting hurt in accidents. It didn't really have a story. Peyton started feeling uncomfortable. I, I don't like this movie, she whispered. We should get out of here. Mike nodded. It is a little weird. Let's just give it five more minutes. It might get better. As it progressed, Mike found that not only could he not look away, but he started feeling agitated and angry. In fact, most of the people in the audience were getting restless. Mike accidentally kicked the back of the chair of the person in front of him. It was a boy a few years older than him. The boy glared at him and said something threatening. Okay, that was enough. It was time to get out of here. Mike grabbed Peyton's arm, indicating that they needed to go. As they started to get up, they accidentally stepped on the kid's feet next to them. It was Bobby Mulligan, probably the nicest kid in the school. He was always kind. What was he doing here? Watch where you're going, stupid! Bobby hissed. Wow, that was not like Bobby at all, Mike thought. Hey, he said, don't talk to Peyton like that. Why don't you try and make me, Mikey? Bobby rose from his seat. He started pushing Mike, and when Peyton intervened, he started pushing her too. And then, like some kind of bizarre human avalanche, the entire auditorium of theatergoers erupted to their feet. They started screaming and pushing each other, some even going into physical combat, shoving, punching, and kicking. It was like WrestleMania had kicked off in the audience. Mike and Peyton managed to get into the aisle. Instead of running to the exit where everyone else was going, they ran for the stage, and then behind the screen. The woman in the silver skull mask was operating the projector. That's weird, Mike thought. Usually the movie projector is in front of the screen, not behind it. Mike didn't care though. He was angry and agitated and wanted to hurt somebody. Peyton did too. It was the movie. Somehow it warped their emotions into hatred and violence. This was some kind of social experiment that they'd become involved in, like white rats in a laboratory. Hey, you have got to shut the movie off! Peyton screamed. The woman in the mask shook her head. Apparently, she was enjoying the violence and chaos her little feature was causing. Mike stepped in, knocking over the video projector, sending it to the floorboards. It shattered, the movie stopped, and lights in the auditorium came up. The people who were fighting suddenly stopped and regarded each other. What had they done, been forced to do? Mike and Peyton ran out of the fire escape entrance, but they were never the same again. Geez, that's too bad for Mike and Peyton. I've heard that they've been having night terrors and acting up in school. Whatever happened in that theater messed with their heads badly. 
So if some woman in a long flowing cape and silver skull mask tries to hand you an invitation to a movie you've never heard of, just shake your head and say, no thanks, I've already seen it. <laughs> this story goes out to Liani, who gave us the bare bones of this terrifying tale. Thank you so much, Liani. And come back tomorrow for another episode, because every story club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.